Hi, good morning, Night Vale listeners, fans, owners, and future patrons. Yes, we said it, patrons. We are launching a Patreon. So we can do cool things like bring you more fun slash weird content and have some cash to pay our editors and mixers. If you were thinking I'd love to buy those Good Morning Night Vale hosts a beer or a froyo or two semesters of tuition at mortuary school. Now you can, but instead of beers and yogurt and embalming fluid, it's cash so we can use it to keep bringing you this show. We have great perks for our patrons, like ad-free episodes and exclusive backstage tour videos and pictures, including video from our recent trip to White Castle. It was fine. Totally fine. Plus, a bonus monthly fan zone only episode, bi-monthly live fan zones, shout-outs in the credits, recipes, and food recs from the cast. I, Hal Lublin, will make scones for you on the internet. Plus, monthly weird, personalized gifts and snacks delivered by mail from the cast. I have a lot of weird Night Vale shit in my house, and for the right price, it's coming your way. And the opportunity to be a guest on Good Morning Night Vale on the future episode of your choice. And more. If you love us or even just like us, check out our Patreon and keep our love alive with your sweet, sweet cash. Go to patreon.com slash goodmorningnightvale. That's patreon.com. Good morning, Night Vale. We are forever in your hearts. And in your earbuds. And in your bank accounts. It's fine. We We love love you. you. Breathe deep. Deeper than that. Get far below sea level and breathe. Breathe in a cave. Breathe in a deeper cave. Breathe deeper and deeper until you can't find your way back. Good morning, Night Vale. listeners my name is meg and i'm here to say it's the night of the iowa caucuses when we are recording this what's up future people that was my intro <laughs> it's over now. my name is hal and i'm here to say i like fruity pebbles and that's the truth especially the kind with marshmallows in it and also frosted flakes but in my lucky charms uh my name is symphony and i'm here to say i cannot rap in a major way frosted flakes just taste like the box. Sorry. Yeah, they well, no, they taste, <laughs> they taste like they're the only things that's ever been, like. There's only been one batch made of them. <laughs> they made them all one shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hi guys. What are we doing? Talking about fruity pebbles? <laughs> no, we're here oh. to talk about Welcome to Night Vale, and why? Because we like it, and we like each other, and we like you. We talk about every episode going back from the beginning, and now we're on episode 58, 7. Oh, here's the description of that episode. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We'll cut out that air. Leave the oh, air, please. No, keep it Do in. Not, don't touch that air. Welcome to the list. Here's the description that you would have seen back then in your podcast app of choice. Do you remember that list you were given to memorize? You should have memorized that list exactly. Plus, a finding in the desert, what is opera, and meatless Mondays. Let's talk about it. You guys, the list. How many people probably were sent into a tizzy 
regarding this. Because you know they remember. And like once he starts even saying parts of it, like comes back around the weather, I was like, oh, right. And then the back one was like, beat, beat, beat. I was like, oh, wow, that's wild. Hazelnut, mystify, cuttlefish, lark, lurk, <laughs> Robert, lurk, Anglican, pheromone, halter top, marmalade, hardware, laser, pepper, release, kneecap, falafel, period, chased, chased, leggings, wool, sweater, heartbeat, heartbeat, heart, beat, heart, beat, 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 beat. Here's some of my favorite words from that. Legging. <laughs> Leggings. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the other? A falafel. I love falafel. I like beats. Well, is it beats like um, the head By the headphones or beats like the, the root? It's beats like um, the headphones. Oh, which I like beats. Yeah. I like marmalade too. I like all these things. I don't like I don't like marmalade. Oh, you don't like fruit in your fruit? It's too it's too sweet. But doesn't it make you think of Paddington and even more importantly Paddington 2, the greatest movie ever made in history? I've never seen it. Girl, do yourself a favor. You're about to be on the road. You have no excuse. Watch Paddington. First watch Paddington. Okay. So I need to watch the the prequel. If you know who Paddington Bear is. Of course I know who Paddington Bear is. That's a beloved childhood book series. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to watch the first one. You're going to go, that was really good. I was not expecting that to be as good as it was. Huh. I really, That was really heartwarming. And then you're going to watch the second movie. And you're going to say, this is the greatest sequel that has ever been made. Wow. That's to a bold any statement. film ever. This, this makes The Godfather 2 look like the two Jakes. And you movie aficionados out there know what I'm talking about. Wow, that's a bold statement, Hal Levelin. I stand by it, and I'm I'm not flinching. All right. Good. Nice to know where the line in the sand is. It's right here. Speaking of sand, I guess, this adjunct professor of archaeology, Harrison Kipp. Which is a great name, by the way, because it makes me think a little bit of Harrison Ford. So I'm imagining he kind of looks like Harrison Ford. But like more, like younger, a little bit younger and more agile, because Kip makes me think of Kip ups, which is like flipping up from the floor on on your back onto your feet. But he again, he's talking about nothing, and Sarah Sultan is like, oh, she couldn't provide any information about what he found on this dig, but it's sponsored by a small group of anonymous sponsors. Look, everything. Why is everything so <laughs> freaking clandestine? <laughs> you don't like it. Because you got to follow the money. Follow the money. Ugh. Follow, follow the cash. <laughs> Cold, hard cash. I like cash money. <laughs> I like cash. That's how I pay for everything with hard cash. I pay uh, with cash at the farmer's market because I feel like it's appreciated. I'm sure. Is it for your meatless Mondays? Yeah, every Monday is meatless over here. <laughs> over here at the <laughs> Bashwinter Fink house where I just keep feeding feeding <laughs> my husband fiber until he can't take it anymore. <laughs> it is a Monday right now. Are you guys meatless today? Oh, definitely. I just, I made nachos, bean, bean nachos. There's no meat yeah. on that. Um, nope. I had some cookies. 
Meatless cookies, yeah. Meatless, meatless cookies. I know that's very it's very difficult to make meatless cookies. If you're Earl um, Harlan, especially. Um and <laughs> and then I had a hummus wrap Ooh. for lunch. Hummus? Hummus. I made I made some garlic hummus and um with some peppers and onions and lettuce and some mm. um seeds like Pepitas, I think, in there mm. for some crunch. I have eaten a lot of meat today. <laughs> I had bison, and then I had steak for dinner. I ate uh, dinner at work, so I made food that I brought and 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 ate. And then they, ca- you know, they cater Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Nice. I didn't know that. That's cool. And they had uh, they had like the steak sitting out, and I was like, oh, I can eat this at like you know. 4.30, 3.30, somewhere around there. And then I don't have to – because, you know, we record. You're nice enough to accommodate that I that I have to get home from work. But then I get home from work at 6. We're recording at 6.30. So sometimes I eat after, but now I'm trying to do a thing where I don't eat late. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I just ate the meat that was at work. You just ate your work meat? Work meat. Hal, you're welcome to eat during the meat. show. Just chew directly into the microphone. Or you can have the quiet food. What's the what's like the quietest food? Marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, like marshmallows mm. or um, white bread because it would just turn into a paste in your mouth. Right? Yeah, like the biting is the biting of it is silent, but then you get the yeah that. Mouth well, sounds. you could make less mouth sounds. I guess you're Why still going to have that? swallowing the swallowing issue. Like even if you're like having a smoothie through a straw, you're going to get the sound. I have a loud swallow. Let me hear. Oh, I couldn't hear it. I, I saw you well, put the microphone oh, wait, to your I, I said, let me hear it. Then I put my ear up to my microphone. <laughs> and I'm wearing headphones. I, I can't get it going. Let me get something I can swallow. Hang on. Oh, there oh, it is. Oh, there it is. Wait, hold on. Can you hear mine? Hold on. I tried to be loud. Was that, did you hear it at all? No. Here, let me try. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear it? No. Um, oh, okay. You got to check that connection there over there. <laughs> Before um, I wreck that connection there. Yeah. Check that. Record. So yeah, meatless monies. But yeah, I, I still have, a, my body's still made of meat. I tried. Yeah. Mine too. I, you know, I tried to do buns of steel, but it yeah. didn't work. I was actually, <laughs> Did you guys get yeah. that? Yeah. Nice. Fitness jokes. <laughs> I can't wait for your tight five on the gazelle. <laughs> the gazelle glider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I used to have a gazelle at when me and my ex used to live together. Sure. We had a gazelle. He still runs on that thing. That's what he calls it, running. On its gazelle glider. It's it's no pressure on your joints, right? You could just run. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the motion is kind of like um like skiing. But without resistance. But you're but you're not going in an elliptical like your feet are going like forwards backwards. Just like sliding front and back. I know no one else can see this. I'm just my hands. I'm doing it with my like really slow. It made such an intense sound the, the glider <laughs> though, because like, it was like the plastic scraping against the plastic. It was like woof woof yes. woof woof. Yeah, it seems like the kind of machine you fart on a lot, just because of the way your legs are going. It would just be you'd be like, yeah. So anyway, I got five minutes left, and then uh, and then I'm gonna go do some ab work. <laughs> well, I think anytime you have your legs and your uh, hips moving like that, your cheeks are going to come apart and you're jiggling around. There's going to be escape of gas. 
look, I you got to be realistic. I I've worked in a gym for many of much of my life, and people fart all the time. How often do you hear it when I'm teaching? Is there a protocol like you're supposed to ignore it, or do you go, well, that happened, and then you move on, or do you do you like go, that was a good one? That's your choice as an instructor. Most people don't want to embarrass anyone in class. But, like, if the class is quiet and I'm teaching, like, an ab class, you know, uh, so it's yeah. like, you know, you're, like, constantly squeezing your belly area. Yeah. There's going to be some farts and the room is quiet enough <laughs> or it's, like, in a gap in the music and somebody's, like, you know. If <laughs> the first person to be, like, <laughs> you know, do the does the laugh, you know. Yeah. And I'm, like, hey, I'm, like, you know what? It's a totally normal thing. We're squeezing ourselves. And I'm not to shame anybody, but I'm, and I'm, I'm just like, you know what? We just have to remember to breathe. Or I make a joke about it. I'll be like, I'm like, hey, guys, just remember to breathe because what will happen if you don't breathe? Somebody will say, you'll pass out. And I'm like, well, more than likely you'll actually fart. And then it gets a laugh. Sometimes someone farts and <laughs> the tension is broken. And you all have – you're trusting, and then people – at least one person becomes friends with someone else in the room. It's it's every time. But the worst one is when you're in spin class because it's dark in there, and the music is really loud, and the fans are going. And so all of a sudden, a stink of fart will, like, go up into your nose. And you're like, who is it? Who was it? And if they keep doing it throughout class, you're just like, what the heck? Stop farting. Go out of the room. (laughs) Because usually if it starts during, like, spin class, it's not going to stop. When you're doing, like, one-on-one sessions, I feel like that's pretty high stakes because there's no plausible deniability. It's just you and that other person and you farted. Yeah. And they get – people generally tend to get – that's when they get the most embarrassed. I've had people be like, oh, my God, and, like, cover their face. I'm like, (laughs) I can still see (laughs) Uh, but I just, you know, I try to reassure them that it's fine because it is fine all while trying to hold back my childish laughter. Yeah. (laughs) But also that, that solidifies our friendship. Like if you can fart in front of me as your trainer and be like a little bit embarrassed, but then you realize that I'm okay then people are like, oh, she's really cool. You're you're cool for the, <laughs> the farts. Well, that happens sometimes, like sometimes, especially when you like invert and you're like, when you're, yeah. when you're, yeah, when you're doing long lever, like bringing your feet back over your head and then bring your body back down. Look, things happen. Air goes wherever it That's wants. Right. Okay. In your stomach muscles and that pulls up on your part. And then it's like, a, it's a syringe. Exactly. Like a, you create a vacuum. <laughs> That's it right. pulls up on and your it's just part, like, and then you, and then it's, and then you have, then you move, and it releases because you can't control it. You can't, you you can't hold in from that part. That's not like you can't like put your butt cheeks together like you could have fart. It's like a different situation. There's not the same <sighs> amount of control. Hey, look, a fart. You should make it, let it let it spread apart because then it won't make the sound. That's the most embarrassing thing. Yeah, there was, I'm not going to get into it. We should move on. <laughs> I was like, I have so many stories. And when in 2021, when we have our just poops and farts episode. Yeah. <laughs> our co-host, the anonymous poop. <laughs> our co-host, the anonymous poop lady. I have to wait that long? Hold on. I have to say a prayer. Dear Lord, please don't make me wait. 
a full year for the anonymous poop lady, please. Let's talk about traffic, the high concept pro section. Um, I did not realize that this, a good chunk of this was kind of just whole hog lifted from a play that Joseph wrote for me uh, that I performed. Cause I was like listening to it and I was like, this sounds really familiar. I'm like, was this in a live show or something? I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. I would use it. And I'm like, I know these words. I know these words really well. Why do I know them? And I was like, oh, cause I memorized them and then performed them like 10 times. So <laughs> yeah in 20 for my birthday in 2010 joseph wrote me a one-woman show and then we did it as a part of a festival oh so fun i always love re repetition uh it adds something interesting and some depth to and, and it makes you keep thinking about like what does that mean we are eternal we will not last yeah that you will persist ever so faintly ever so slightly on in perpetuity long after everything you know everything about you no longer matters that was how the show ended. <laughs> Which is also, I think, a scary, scary, but like somehow comforting thought, you know, like that, you know, that you won't exist one day. True. But like, maybe your memory will live on. Do you want your memory to live on? Does it matter? Like, will that too be gone once there's no one here to remember it? Or, you know, that faded memory of who you were like will be lost to the cosmos. Yeah. You know, it's freaking scary to think about that, that, and that also makes me feel very small in a way, but also very big. Cause then you are, even when you, we are eternal because once we're gone, right. Our bodies return to the earth, to the cosmos, whatever. And then we're all like that energy goes somewhere. So we'll always remain in a way, but our physical beings, maybe our consciousness won't exist. And for how long will someone remember us or remember what we were about or what we said or blah, yeah. blah, blah. And that's why we podcast, bitch. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's the evolution of it, right? So the, I can you name your eight great-grandparents? Can you name the great-great-grandparents that came before that? Probably not. And it might be really difficult to try to be able to find that. You could do genealogy and look through reports and records and things like that that are not super readily available. But in 200 years, if the internet is still a thing, they can just Google it. Like it's just, it'll all be stored there for them. If they want, like if in 200 years, my great, great grandkids want to hear this episode of a podcast and hear me talking about this, they probably can. I mean, that's presuming a future that exists where there's still electricity and the ability and for people. broadband, um, but yeah, but, and people, but we're leaving behind so much more of a digital legacy now. Like I have nothing of my great, great grandparents at all. Like I don't have any record mm -hmm. of them, but it's very possible that there's so much left behind this, especially now because we're making so much more stuff. Like we think about photos, like my grandma has one picture of her as a, a baby one, right? right? Like how many pictures are there of my nephew as a baby? Thousands. Yeah. Right. And that's good. I mean, I don't have any sort of, uh, anything of my great grandparents. Like I, my mother has like memories, but I maybe have seen one picture of them. But their like their parents, that's lost to the wind, and that's on slavery. Yeah, the record keeping just isn't there. Well, like that's it. why it's wild that like, especially. I mean, I I struggle with this as a black person, but like, you know what my past was like. I don't feel like I can't go past like my grandparents' parents, right? Like, and I think that's just one side because. 
the paperwork for black people in the 20s, 10s, 18, late 1800s, like mid 1800s didn't like exist or they didn't like a lot of people don't have birth certificates, you know, like a record of a live birth. Like they just existed. I feel like my grandma didn't even know what my one grandma who is long past, but didn't even know officially when her birthday was. She just chose a day. Do you know what I mean? That type of thing is just like so interesting to me. So it's interesting that when we, when we think about this thing, like your life is so small, but in the setting of the sun of this universe, it is a shadow um, cast down through generation after generation until it gets blurry. And then there's the genetic component too. So it's like whether you, whether you, now we have the ability to sequence DNA. So we yeah. we don't know about your great, great grandparents, but you're walking around with them inside your body and you could know about them from that. Of course. You know? Right. And, and that is also yeah. fascinating. Finding out those things about you that you may not have ever known about yourself, like where, because I mean, even if you do have like the best records in your family, right? Let's say you can track yourself like way back. Like there's things that people didn't know back then. Like you're like, oh, in your genes, it says that you are likely to be affected by heart disease or cancer or like whatever. And like back in the day, like maybe people died at like 40 something from whatever else and like didn't know they had those genetic components inside of them. Right. Yeah. There's so so much that we can, can be done now that we know about the genes Yeah, as far as like prophylactic medicine. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. But like, con- like condoms. Yeah. <laughs> Prophylactics. I just like to say prophyl- pro- prophylactic. <laughs> Yeah. Like on my sophomore year gym teacher. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. And then it's something that continues to evolve is how legacy is handled, given that we keep creating more and more of it now. But there's mm-hmm. all the double-edged sword is that all of our records exist on the internet, that which requires a world that has functioning grid to to keep there. So, And functioning grids don't necessarily function when there's giant waves and hurricanes and fires and stuff it does get lost forever as the world burns anyway pet go where did the pets go are there going to be pets they're gonna be pets in the in the in the 200 years <laughs> we'll be the pets for our robot overlords um i like that it's when it's like nothing meows absolutely nothing meows and that makes me sad i um prefer pet smart to pets go yeah yeah i do too there's something friendlier about it. Petco feels like really gigantic. Like it's almost overwhelming. Right. It feels like a big box store. And I don't I don't want a Costco for pets, you know? Yeah. Um, and then again, we don't know what opera is. Nope. But they're building an opera house. Is it a kind of plant? Does it have rough or leathery skin? Erica loves bowling. That's nice. I'm not a bowler. It always hurts my fingers. And my nails are too long. I've literally dislocated like three fingers bowling. Wow. You pull, you bowl hard. Yeah. It just yanks it like there's something about I can never find the right size holes. <laughs> like, <laughs> LOL. Versus LOL for my fingies. And it sucks. Um, and that's why I think you need your own probably ball. Special custom Symphony Sanders. You want it weighted and fitted, like the because the sometimes the if the holes in the ball that you're using are too small or the holes are too large, right? It can be uncomfortable, and the weight also is a big deal. Yeah, 
Do you like a heavier ball or a lighter ball? I like a lighter. I don't care. As long as I, my thing is, I don't want if if it's going when your finger comes out, it's too. That's not right. Those holes are too small. But then if it's too big too, then you're gripping onto it, and then yeah, then you're gripping it, and then you let go, and then it disappears from your hand because it's gone somewhere else. You know what always bums me out? What when your fingers hit the bottom of the holes? Ugh. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's an unsettling feeling is when you t- you kind of get to the bottom of it. The nub. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's gross. I can't believe we as a society are just excitedly putting our fingers into these shared holes, <laughs> and then like <laughs> eating cheese fries with the same hand. <laughs> um, I also have like long nails, so now I definitely can't bowl because I'm not trying to break these shits off. They cost too much money. Um, uh, so I the in the last times I have bowled, I. Haven't actually bowled. Like we went bowling in Asbury Park. I just held a bowling ball once to do the splits. <laughs> and then I just stood there and drank beer and cheered everyone else on. But if I were, were going to bowl, I would granny bowl. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that. Where you d- do it in between your legs. Bowling's pretty big in Nightvale. They talk about bowling a lot. Like Cecil's a bowler. The, there's like the things that happen at the bowling alley. Like it's bowling yeah. is like, I would say, I'm good. This is. You know, it's early. We're only at episode 57. But I think bowling is the official sport of Night Vale. Yeah. Do you think Cecil has his own ball and or shoes definitely, and definitely. or shirt? Yes. Definitely. All three. And they match. Yeah. Ooh. What do we think they look like? I would say off the top of my head that they are orange. I was getting orange too. And like the shirt is fuzzy. Yeah. Like some piping on the shirt. And it's yeah. definitely like there's some like the ball has his name on it in like a scripted gold. Um, yes. I, yeah, he also has has a matching bag and the shoes. Do you think him and Carlos have bowling stuff together? I think Cecil yeah. got Carlos stuff. Yeah. Where do you think they would get that? Where do you get that stuff from? Can you get it from the bowling There's alley? a pro shop at a bowling store. Do they? At a bowling alley oh. or a sporting goods store, either place. But more more likely a bowling alley with a good pro shop. So at the bowling alley, they pro- the desert bowling alley, they have. An arcade fun fun yeah, complex, right. yes. Oh, yes. So they have like, do you think they have like um, go-karts? Go-karts, ski-ball, pinball. Oh, I I would love this place. Pop a shot. I'd be there Mm -hmm. all the time too. So I don't Air hockey. A giant version of Fruit Ninja. I'm very good at air hockey. Mm -hmm. Skill cranes. Bad at those though. Everyone's bad at those. They're rigged. Yeah. I like driving um, video games though. The ones where you're like sitting down. Yeah. Cruising World, Cruising USA, Cruising World. And you're like, position. why do I have to shift? Why do I have this shifter? But I love it. I'm terrible. At the dri- I'm a really good driver, but really terrible at driving video games. What do you think that says? Uh, that you're you're used to real life driving. So when you have to do this crappy, weird driving, it's it's uh, against your instincts as a good driver. That's the same thing as um, people who are in actual rock bands are not good at the game rock band. <laughs> right, because they know how to play it. Right. So no shame. Yeah. Also, like the yeah. driving games, it's like you're racing around a track. And like if they had me parallel park, uh, like uh, you know, or like if that was, I would love that. If backed that was out of back out game. of fucking loading dock in a stupid yeah. ass van, <laughs> which I don't actually claim to be all that great at, and I complain bitterly every time I have to do it. Look, you do a really good job. I haven't broken it yet. And you know what? We're together when it happens. <laughs> 
Yes. And I, I'm trying to give you encouraging words as you're doing it. And you do every time. Every time. There's always that like, it's usually the like the last run of the night. So it's like we're leaving the theater. It's after midnight. I've just like, we've, it's literally the whole day has happened. And it's like the last thing I have to do is drive the van back to the hotel and put it in the parking spot. And that's usually when I break down. <laughs> it's usually when I'm like, I can't. I just because at the end of the night, the hotel is the hotel parking lot is completely full to the gills. Yeah, super so full. There's, yep. I have to like try to find some tiny ass spot to wedge the van into, and it's never easy. And I just and some interloper is in our diamond elite spot. There's someone in my diamond elite spot. And Cecil and Seven. John and Symphony are in the parking lot <laughs> waiting for you, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like a bunch of creeps. A bunch of creeps. Um, speaking of a bunch of creeps or one creep in particular, the man in the tan jacket is just like over your shoulder being a freaking creep. Yeah. I question for all of us. Is this you in the story? Is it you like the character you, or is it you like us? That's what I was thinking that it's like you, like big you. Yeah. Like from a story about you. From the character you, not like me, like Meg. You know, I had thought of it as me, the listener, but what you're saying makes a ton of sense. So I'm on board. Um, but I'm trying to remember where we left it with you. Didn't you die? Does you ever really die? I mean, they yeah. they didn't like. I don't think they died. I think no. You were in the trunk of the car, right? But they came out and they looked up. There was a slitting of their throat. Yeah, but like I think they became something else. I don't think. Yeah. I think we ended it on. We thought we ended it on a dark note, but then. Well, also, who knows when that happened? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It could. This time could have been before that. Time is a flat circle. I don't know if you have HBO. You mean like the Earth? Yeah. The Watchmen. It's a flat. It's a flat Watchmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Experiencing it all at once. Yeah. We have uh, Jackie Fierro and Diane and Josh get dropped into this episode, just kind of sprinkled on in there because we're in the sprinkling phase of them, as we talked about in the last episode. We also have uh, yeah. Amber and Wilson get sprinkled in. Jeffrey's a. Uh, Back background love story that he's casually writing. <laughs> and like really, I mean, it doesn't really turn out to be like too much. We're all okay in the end. Yeah. yeah it's just a drill. Yeah. Just to make sure that you remember the list. So just like keep it handy. You better remember. Are either of you good at remembering lists of things? Because I'm not. Um, I'm good at remembering numbers. Numbers? Numbers. I'm good at remembering lists like gro- my grocery list. Is it because of Sesame Street? They're like a stick of butter and a loaf of bread and a dozen eggs and a quart of milk. No, it's just because I I know what I eat, and I and I'm like I'm like okay, and I'll like write it down a number of times, like because I have a dry erase board right in between my kitchen and my front door. Yeah, so I will just write things down, and I feel like once you think of it, then you write it down and then you like say it like it's art. It's kind of like stuck in your head. Yes. It's kind of the way I memorize as well. Like when I memorize a script, I'll like go through it and I'll like, sometimes I'll try and write it down to see how well I remember it. And then I walk around and I do a bunch of different things while I'm reciting it, you know? So in that way, it helps it become more ingrained and I can't d- get distracted by something else. Interesting. It's just so that I'm prepared for anything. So, like, if someone like yells out during the middle of what I'm doing, I won't get tripped up on where I am. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a good way to do it. I like your method. 
Up next, we hear from fans and friends of the podcast about their theories, comments, and questions. But first, a conversation about this episode's weather, which is Upside Down World by Paisley Ray. Some spoken word for you, for ya. Okay. This felt like a meditation. A bus-based meditation. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we had bus-based hip-hop early on, and now we have a bus-based meditation. Uh, and also, I don't know if I'd be able to tell the difference between a llama and an emu if in a cloud formation. So that's uh, that's something she discusses. She's like, well, I... You know, he says they say it's a llama, but you very well know it's an emu, but you don't want to like basically like yell at them about it. Yeah. yeah. I did not care for this. It was not for me. <laughs> and those are my thoughts on this. It's like, oh, I know I this is uh I it's interesting when there's something that I that I like listen to and I'm like this is like a whole world where there are people who love it very much. And I'm not one of those people, and I don't understand it, but more power to everybody who enjoys it. Not for me. That was how I felt. Hal, I'm I'm going to tell you this is the first time I am wholeheartedly agreeing with you. It was not for me either. There you go. Um, but it was interesting. I will say that. I thought it was interesting, and what a different thing. Um, but it did make me feel like because it was like – it wasn't a list – but it was kind of like somebody was going – it was similar. Yeah. I kind of tuned out on it, honestly. I didn't even find it that interesting. But again, huh. this is my opinion. I'm making no uh, – I'm speaking the abstract about how I felt and none of this is to be – I'm not saying that objectively it is or is not anything. Yeah. yeah. It's a matter it's – question, it's a question of taste and personal preference. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I liked that it was something different. I agree there that like trying something new with this section is cool. And I mm-hmm. think that it's always fun to kind of question what, what genres can fit into things that we think are like these concrete places. So I th- I, I, I enjoyed the totally. experiment right. of trying this there. I will leave that at that. Sure. What do you know about Paisley Ray? Could not find much. Really? Really could not dig up much. Hmm. I have nothing to even say because I couldn't find anything about them. Oh, that's great. Well, it will have to remain a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's not a mystery? What, Hal? The fan zone, Cal zone that we're going to visit right now. It's in the zone. Woo! Get in the zone. Fan zone. Stay right there. Good morning, Nightfell will return after a brief break. That's the sound of me smelling my own armpit because I smell like a coconut vanilla cookie. And I smell like that because of native deodorant. Good Morning Night Vale is very pleased to be able to offer you 20% off of your first purchase of native deodorant by going to nativedeodorant.com and entering promo code GOODMORNING at checkout. I find myself very lucky to live in a time in history when deodorant exists. Think about how bad George Washington must have smelled and be grateful that you don't have to go anywhere near that. I don't want you to be stinky. I want you to smell great. And I want you to do that without endangering your body with harsh chemicals. Native deodorant can do that for you. Their products are naturally formulated and aluminum free. So you're not gonna be slowly poisoned by your own armpits. You're gonna have to find another way to die. 
And while you're finding that other way to die, you will smell great with a naturally derived deodorant that actually works. Native deodorant is not tested on animals, so no narwhals, which are real, will be injured for you to smell awesome. Visit nativedeodorant.com, use promo code GOODMORNING, and don't smell like George Washington. Do you have trouble getting the sleepies like I do, having a good night's sleep, like a full night's sleep? Let me introduce you to Feels, which is the premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. If you're like me and you have trouble, if you have stress, if you have anxiety, pain, or sleeplessness, then you just put a few drops of Feels under your tongue and you'll feel the difference within minutes. And if you're like me and you are new to CBD like I was, they offer a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash good morning and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash good morning to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash good morning. Hey, y'all, I got something here in the fan zone calzone. <laughs> Let's give it to us, Hale. Michelle writes, hi, everyone. I've tried to be a longtime listener of the pod, but I keep seeming to fall behind. Oh, so I'm sending this email now in the hopes it'll be useful by the time you get to the list or the reference episode to it two or three years later. I mentioned the reference episode because while listening to that episode all the way back in 2014, I thought, well, this definitely seems like important information. So <laughs> I made a note of the list on my phone. Yes. Well, that note and all my others moved with me from phone to phone, and you would not believe my excitement when it was brought up again. I immediately went, I know where that list is. I have it right here. And I felt so superior to the hapless people Cecil was describing, rifling through drawers, hoping to find the list. Of course, I was mildly disappointed when it was just a drill, but I still have the note. I've attached a screenshot of my notes app showing it is one of the oldest notes I still have. Dates aren't exactly mm. correct, and I assume that has something to do with moving between phones, but I love what you guys are doing, <laughs> and I hope that I will manage to be caught up with you when you are caught up with Welcome to Night Vale. All the best, Michelle. Oh, thanks, Michelle. Bless your heart, Michelle. Bless your heart, Michelle. That was wonderful. All right. We've got Morgan. Morgan writes, in episode 16, the listeners are given a list that they must all memorize for the secret police. And in episode 57, everyone is tested on their knowledge of said list. In between these two episodes, in episode 19, in which everyone must kill their double, frequently resulting in confusion over whether the survivor was the original or the double. I believe the list served as a test. The originals all, of course, memorized it, but the doubles came after it was announced. Uh, I know. I have no strong feelings as of yet about whether this means the secret police knew about the sandstorm ahead of time from the prophecy or some such device that they knew generally about the multiple night veils and figured such a test would be generally useful or if it was just luck. 
Regards, Morgan. Interesting theory, Morgan. Whoa. Good theory. Interesting. Well, I have Shiri. Hi, Meg, Symphony, and Hal. First of all, thanks for the podcast. I enjoyed listening to your thoughts and experiences of Welcome to Night Vale and to get that look behind the scenes. I'm writing to share my theory on angels. I feel the angels are not veils bisexuals. Ooh, just like me. Whenever they're mentioned, it's clarified that they are definitely not angels because angels don't exist. No one is allowed to acknowledge that they are angels, even though it's clear and obvious that they are. Kind of like every time bisexual bisexuality appears in the media. Or should I say, Definitely not bisexuality. <laughs> Best, Sherry. Interesting theory from Sherry. And that's on bisexual visibility, y'all. I'd like to thank y'all for listening. I'd like to thank a special personal thank you to my friends, Hal and Symphony, for doing this with me, for being on this crazy ride. Oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. I don't know what happened here, but I feel like it's a combination of being hungry and tired. Tungry. So, but I want to thank you out there for being, being tungry right along with us. Next episode we're going to be doing is the monolith. Mm. Got that to look forward to. Yeah. So until then, y'all, good morning, Night Vale. Good morning. Good Morning Night Vale is a Night Vale Presents production. It is hosted by Symphony Sanders, Hal Lublin, and Meg Bashwiner. It is edited by Grant Stewart and mixed by Vincent Cachione. It is produced by Meg Bashwiner. Theme music by Disparition. Special thanks to our fans who submitted their thoughts this week. Leave us a voicemail at 929-277-2050 or email us at info at goodmorningnightvale.com to share your theories and ask questions, or just to fear spiral somewhere else for a change. This show is powered by our patrons like Matthew DeBettencourt, Logan, Larry Williams, Nikki Webb, and Sophie Whitlinger. If you are interested in supporting the show in exchange for lots of fun, exclusive, hyper-cool kid content, check us out at patreon.com slash goodmorningnightvale. For more info on this show, go to goodmorningnightvale.com and follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at Nightvale Chat. Special thanks to Christy Gressman, Jeffrey Craner, Joseph Fink, and Adam Cecil. Today's adverb is legally. If a Girl Scout asks you to buy cookies, you are legally required to do so. you to write a story about a wedding reception. I want you to make that story two minutes. That's about 200 to 250 words when you read it out loud. Finish it, refine it a bit, work on it, get it to somewhere that you are happy with it. I want you to delete it. That's me, Joseph Fink, giving a short writing assignment on me and my Welcome to Night Vale co-writer, Jeffrey Craner's new podcast, Start With This. If that prompt sparked your creativity, then give it a listen, because on this show, it's you who will do the creating. Not sure where to start? Start with this. 
Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.